Have you ever had a boss who's decent overall, but a poor communicator? If so, you may find that you're often in the dark about company and team information. You may be lacking direction on key projects and assignments that will affect your performance. So today on the Champion Forum podcast, we are discussing the art of navigating a boss that is a poor communicator. This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, Champ Fam. I am your host and number one fan, Lem Woodson, and with me in headquarters in the studio is Jeff Hancher, how's it going, Jeff? It is fantastic, Lem. Good to be back in studio. We've had a, a couple of weeks out of studio. It's so summer. It's summer. We're getting we're getting it done today. We oh, got yeah. we got a lot of content to uh, push out over the summer months. But you're yep. right, it is summer, and yep. travel is among us, and uh, business is good. So yes. And we get in studio, we make it happen. We got a yep. lot of good guests lined up as well. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that uh, you know the the Champion Forum podcast continues to grow. Yeah, uh, and that means that we have a lot of good guests that are even more interested than before than being on the show. Very so, true. Everybody, I will tell you uh, a heartfelt thank you yes. for everybody that. You know, one, you listen every week, but two, those of you that subscribe, rate, and review, this is what's really helping us to bring on these great guests. Yeah, yeah. Because look, we're a results-driven society, right? Exactly. So you know, we could be the best kept secret out there if people like our listeners aren't doing those things. So mm-hmm. let me tell you, uh, from me, our team. These reviews, these subscriptions, they are absolutely helping. And quite frankly, they're getting a lot more influential guests on yeah. the show as well. Because look, they want to make sure that uh, they're spending their time wisely and it's worthwhile. And yeah. they're looking at how many subscribers, how many reviews, yep. all that stuff. So what you're doing is helping and uh, we appreciate it. Very, very true. And yes, so hey man, today's topic, I'm actually very excited for. It was a surprise when you when you told me what it would be. And I was like, man... This is great because I'm sure I have been this person, this boss I know I have. that has been a bad communicator. So I am interested to find out, you know, how you navigate, you know, these are going to be good tips for the person that would be dealing with someone like myself, Yeah, you know, helping them, which in turn is also going to help me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be that better communicator. So let's jump right into it. What are some tips you have for us? Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's there's thousands of tips that we could talk about, but I've boiled it down to four today. And to your point, uh, Lem, I, this is me too. And we know that great communication is at the heart of every great leader. Yeah. But there's not a leader that you will introduce me to that is perfect at this. Right, right. And, you know, being, uh, you know, having the... Um, the potential to get better at communicating, or even if you're weak at it as a leader, mm-hmm. doesn't make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some poor communicators that are just weak and poor leaders that don't care. Right. But there's some really good leaders out there that this is just a block for them. And it could be because of the busyness of their schedule, mm-hmm. that they don't manage time well. It yeah. could be a host of things. Yeah. So we play a part in helping our leaders become better communicators. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the heart of this episode really came from an Instagram comment. Um, I recently posted something about the heart of a leader and how 
uh, people will buy into the leader before they buy into the vision. True. And that was a post that I did recently to challenge leaders to get buy-in, you know, before you're making a bunch of change and all this stuff, get buy-in with your people on who you are, not mm-hmm. the change you want to make. Right. And I had somebody, Karen is her name. Karen, if you're listening, you inspired this episode. Karen said in the comment, well, Jeff, what do you do uh, when when the leadership of the organization is just trying to shove an agenda down your throat yeah. and there is no relationship and they don't want to hear feedback. Mm-hmm. Well, I would tell you, you have leaders that are poor communicators. Yep. And so that's what prompted this uh, this episode. But I have faced it. Lem, you have faced it. Oh, yeah. You could be a leader on the show right now and you are that person. Like Lem and I are vulnerable enough to tell you we have opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. to be better communicators. It might be you as well. So this is going to help you, the leader, but it's also going to help you uh, better understand how to approach your leader mm-hmm. and help them become a better communicator. Yeah. And so there again, there's a lot of things that we can do to navigate this dynamic, but for the sake of today's show, I've boiled it down to four things that I think you can take away from this show mm-hmm. and begin doing right away that's going to enhance your communication with your boss. Nice. The first one is be honest about the communication barrier. This is big because oftentimes uh, we like to skirt around communication to our bosses in fear of what are they going to say? What are they going to think of me? How are they going to feel? I will tell you that uh, honest and transparent feedback is always good. And sometimes managers need to hear that they're lacking on the communication front. An important note on approach though, because we have to know who our leaders are, their personalities, what makes them tick. I don't care what personality type your boss is, be sure that when you're influencing up in your organization, that you're taking the approach of respect, humility, and honor. You will not win a lot of conversations by complaining, even when you're right. And going with this humility and going with honor and respect. Now, you might be saying, well, Jeff, you don't know my boss. My boss hasn't earned uh, respect or earned honor. Look, suit yourself, but always take the high road and do the right thing. Dale Carnegie said it best once when he said, you often get more bees with honey. Mm-hmm. And I believe that to be true. And whether your, your leader has earned respect and honor, we give it no matter what. It's a great way to open up the communications. We have to also be putting ourselves in the leader's shoes. Leaders often get a lot of complaints, but they rarely get sincere feedback. Everybody wants to complain to the leader, and I will tell you the majority of the feedback they get, it is complaints. So your approach here is is critical. Knowing your leadership's personality style, it's going to help you determine how am I going to deliver this package. Be honest and very diplomatic in explaining that you feel there's a communication issue, but don't just call your manager out. Nobody wants to be called out, even if they've earned the right to be called out. But what you want to do is discuss the ways that better communication is going to help you serve them. Always look to be serving others before yourself. Here's why that's important. Your mindset is different going into that communication with them. The messaging is different, and they're receiving it much differently. If you're calling somebody out, they're automatically going to get defensive. But whenever you package it in a way that better communication is going to help you serve them, now there's a benefit to them to listen to what you have to say. An example of this is you might say, 
Hey, boss, I often find that I lack feedback and detail when you ask me to prepare presentations for our meetings. You know, I really want to, I want the presentation I create to be useful to you. So can you please explain how I can do this better? Look, when you put it this way, it's an easy enough request to comply with and one that should not give backlash from the boss. Because what you've done in, in approaching it that way is that you, you're telling them, hey, there's a gap here, there's a barrier here, and you're also telling them, I want to be excellent in what I'm doing for the end product, but I'm also want to, I want to do it well so that I can be useful to your mission. These are all things that any leader worth their salt is going to be interested in hearing more about. And so this is an important thing, I think, is to be transparent and to be honest. That's the first point for sure. You know, I totally agree. And I think, you know, what we don't really think of, because on both sides of it, being the person that's influencing up, like you said, a lot of times the preconceived notion will stop that honesty from happening. You know, yes. they won't reach out and say, I would appreciate or, hey, I need this type of communication or I need more of this thinking about the answer that they're expecting to get. It's true. You know what I mean? I Shoot, a lot of times... I have realized in my communication style that a lot of the lack of communication that I did not give was because I didn't want to be a nag. In, right. over, in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to over-communicate. I don't want to nag. And then there's the person that's begging to be nagged or what I consider nagging. So when you just put it out there and it's open, now I know, oh, so that's not nagging you for me to text you daily. Right. You want to be texted daily. Yeah. If somebody texted me daily, I would lose my mind. Yeah. But the open communication and the honesty, you're absolutely right. That's pretty much where, where it needs to start because then you know where to go from there. You know? I, think, I think you hit it too, Lem, when you said sometimes we don't do this because we have these preconceived notions mm -hmm. of how is the leader going to respond. And, you know, I, I listened to a show, uh, Lee Cockrell, who's been on this show, a former executive of Disney, you know, he told the story about one time he got basically beat up by mm -hmm. an employee <laughs> and his wife was basically saying to him, maybe you're the problem. Yeah. Like who beats up their boss? <laughs> and, you know, what Lee took from that 18 stitches and a bottle <laughs> broken over his head literally was... Maybe I need to create a better environment that yeah. I'm more approachable. That's a good... Yeah. He went on to tell a story about how he went to visit uh, one of his markets and a, a local manager. And when he got there, he come to find out that the employee was in the hospital. Yeah. And he found... He, he asked the employee, what happened? Are you okay? And he said, uh, they said I was having an anxiety attack. I thought <laughs> I was having a heart attack. And he's like, well, what's getting you so worked up? And he's like, you coming. <laughs> so, you know, we as leaders have to create an environment yes. that we're approachable yep. so that our people can deliver the feedback so that there aren't these preconceived notions. So, exactly. Lee, if you happen to be listening to this show, your content's amazing. We appreciate you. <laughs> uh, number two, number two in helping your boss become a better communicator is ask great questions. Asking great questions, man, this is a critical component to breaking down communication barriers, especially when you have a boss that isn't easy to talk to. The great things about asking questions is that you're not giving your opinion mm. and you're not stating anything. 
This removes the likelihood of anyone getting defensive. If you start giving your opinion and making statements and you do have this kind of driver boss that's tough to get along with, they're going to start building defensive walls. And by asking questions, a question is a question. Yeah. It's not a statement. It's not an opinion. It's surely not a fact. It's a question. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to be thinking about what questions can you be asking that's going to help drive and open up this communication with your boss. Mm -hmm. And here's a great question to open up discussion that you can present to your boss, one that I've used many, many times. I would always go to them and I would say, hey, boss, I have some feedback that I really believe could help our team become much, much stronger and much more cohesive. Is that something that you'd be interested in hearing more about? Now, let me ask you this, Lim. If I came to you as the boss and I said that exact thing, I have some feedback that I think can help our team. Is that something you'd be interested in hearing more about? What would you say? If you came to me as the boss, I would say absolutely. If I came, you're the boss, I'm the employee. Oh, you're the employee? Oh, yeah. 100%. You would 100%. That's exactly the purpose of the question. Yeah. Because here's the deal presenting this question, they now have a choice. Mm -hmm. They really have two choices. Yeah. They can lead well and do what you would do as the boss, Lem, and take the meeting mm -hmm. and hear what that employee has to say, or basically admit that they don't care. Right. Either way, it's a crossroad. It is a crossroad, <laughs> and we now have brought awareness to yes, this situation. Absolutely, we've now brought now we have we have smoked out as the employee. Is this a can't do or a won't do from the boss? Mm -hmm. Because if they agree to meet, it might be a can't do. Their schedule's busy. Right, uh, how they communicate needs to adjust to you. Mm -hmm. But if they're like, you know what, Lem, I have no interest in hearing from you. Mm -hmm. Now you know this is now a won't do. Right, that's when you might want to sharpen up the resume. Yeah. and start looking elsewhere. Yep. Right. Yep. But present this question because any leader that's worth anything is going to sit down and have some communication. So think about asking good questions. Mm -hmm. This is a great way to open up communication. Now, if your boss isn't the type to proactively reach out and share information or instructions, be the one to initiate those discussions. Because if you don't, you are going to live a life of frustration. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, you may like your boss a lot, but it's just this one area that just leaves you frustrated. You need to be the person to drive this. Yeah. Regularly, ask your manager what's on their mind. Where, where do their priorities lie? And don't hesitate to request more details on the work that they've given you. Yeah. But be the one to drive these questions and drive this discussion. So number two, questions are a big, big way to get your boss to open up. Yeah. You know what, man, as you go through each of these, this is making more and more sense because communication is a two-way street. So whenever there is that communication breakdown, because of the, let's say, boss employee relationship stigma in our mind i feel like we automatically defer to it's got to be the boss's fault right you know but no it's definitely it's the door swings both ways in communication so That's right. is it you know the questions aren't being asked and everybody's not being honest or is it really just on the boss yeah asking questions will let you know it will let you know you're gonna at least know where sure. you stand yep perfect so number three is uh understand your boss's communication style and uh, I haven't ranked the four of these, but I got to tell you this. This is like back to understanding people's love languages. Mm -hmm. You got to know how your boss's communication style is. Yeah. 
It's important to realize that communication is not a one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. We have got to be willing to be flexible with how we communicate with different people. Some managers are really bad at replying to emails. Yeah. We're not going to name names. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Others, they don't do well in one-on-one live conversations. Some may never call you back, but they're happy to text you all day. Mm-hmm. They'll text you a novel, Yeah, but don't call me. Yeah. Do not call me, yeah. but t- you text all you want to text. <laughs> and a lot of this has everything to do with them trying to manage their time. That's what I've come to find. Mm-hmm. They're trying to manage their time. And so if this certain level of communication can help them save time and get to the essence of what they're trying to do, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Here's a side note on this. Do not be a time waster. Yeah. You know, cut to the essence of every communication and cut out the fluff and the small talk. Productive leaders are busy. You have to determine which communication method is going to best help you get through to your boss and use it to your advantage. There's a reason for a text. There's a reason for a sit-down meeting. There's a reason for an email. Know how your boss communicates and know how to get their attention and when the different communication styles are appropriate. I will tell you this right now. If you communicate uh, in a text more than 100 words, it's not even getting read. (laughs) But I'll tell you this. If you got 100 words... You know what? Don't call me either. But right. you know what? Send me an audio. Exactly. Send me an audio yeah. message. Yeah. Or if you want to go world class, send me a video message. Nice. And don't email me. Uh, you know, a four page email. Right. I'm out. Yeah. That's going auto delete all day mm-hmm. long. Not interested. Yeah. Know what your your boss's style is. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are around me, they know I'm trying to move fast. Yeah. And I will tell you this, if my phone rings right now, no matter who it is, I instantly have an opinion. Mm -hmm. Am I picking this call up or am I not? And I'll tell you what, we all play the game where if it's somebody that you know is a time waster, we'll let that thing go right to voicemail (laughs) and shoot them a text and be like, I'm tied up, what's up? Right. Right. Just trying to get this thing going. So understand your boss's communication style. And 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 try to tailor it as much as you can to that. Yeah. Yeah. That'll save a lot of feelings as well. Yeah. You know, oh, they never respond or they never. No, it's really, you have to know how they communicate. You do. Yes. Yep. You know, the frustration level with that, it, there's no end to it. Because you could, you could be right in saying, I've sent my boss five emails this week and they have not responded to one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, you can be right. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you're yeah. right. They, yeah. Should they have emailed you back? Yes. Yes. And you're right. Congratulations. Right. But being right doesn't help you. Doesn't help at all. Communication Very helps true. you. Yes. So maybe there's a different package you need to deliver to that boss. We just got to know. Yeah. And then number four, request a recurring meeting. Now, this is an ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. If you can get uh, a meeting with your boss mm-hmm. that's recurring, absolutely do it. Mm. Now, depending on the boss's org chart, how many people report to them, all these other things, that may not be possible. But I would tell you, even if it's like a recurring 15-minute meeting once a month mm-hmm. on the fourth Friday, whatever you can get in the calendar as recurring, take it. Yeah. Just take the meeting, build from that meeting. But as I stated earlier, productive managers are fighting for minutes every single day. Yeah. 
having a recurring meeting helps get the leader in a, in a mind space dedicated to you and dedicated to the agenda. Yep. This is important. And this is like isolating that manager to have a, a laser focus on you mm-hmm. and what it is that you want to talk about. It gets them into a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you work out at the same time every day, right. you get into a mindset. You're trying to create you know, uh, these, these barriers mm-hmm. so that you can get your mind ready to work out. Right. The same thing happens when you meet with an employee. You know what their job description is. You know what assignments they're working on. You know what projects are coming due. Mm -hmm. Now you're into a mindset, into that discussion with that employee and vice versa, you with that boss. Mm -hmm. So these are really important. Matter of fact, I just had someone on our team do this with me. Um, And back to not being a great communicator all Mm -hmm. the time. You know, this was somebody on our team that was like, uh, you know, they would always try to text or whatever it might be. And I would say, hey, I'll try to get back to you, uh, you know, in between meetings or on my next drive yeah, or yeah. come to find out those things weren't happening right. uh, to their liking. And so literally didn't even ask, can we have a recurring meeting? Sent me a calendar invite. <laughs> nice. And I was like, man, I, I like that. There you go. You know, that's like, yeah. that's intentional. Yeah. And so we now have a recurring meeting and I will tell you the productivity that's come from those has been outstanding. It wasn't that I didn't want to talk to this person. Right. I just had a hundred other things going on. So it was never exactly. you know, front of mind. Yeah. It, it left them feeling like they weren't important. Right. And I was scattered. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. We have a dedicated meeting. I go into that meeting with a mindset. Nice. And this is really, really going to help you if you can make this happen. This gives that leader full attention on you. Again, if you're if you're the one going into this meeting and creating this meeting, make the most of every minute of it. De- deliver to your boss an agenda prior to the meeting as well as a post-meeting follow-up. This is not only the professional thing to do, but it also helps navigate their priorities mm-hmm. and have the content easily accessible and easy to digest in the busyness of the day. We are busy, busy leaders. Mm -hmm. And so the more you can serve it up on a platter that's easy for them, the more excited they're going to be. It's critical that you make these meetings productive. Yeah. Because if you're driving the content and making the meeting easy for your boss, they're going to engage. If the boss doesn't see value in the meeting, what you're going to find is that they start canceling the meeting from time to time. Mm -hmm. um, And then ultimately they're going to cancel it all together. Yeah. It's your job to make the meeting valuable and easy for the leader. Be prepared. This meeting can be absolute gold for you in your quest to drive engagement and communication with your boss. I love it, man. I love it. This is is good stuff because without communication, everything falls through. Yeah. Everything falls through and we're left in situations where it could have been great the first time and now we're scrambling to figure out how to do it right the second or the third or the fourth. And communication is at the key of it. So good communication, the keystone, I would say, the core of success within like this business realm and personal relationships, it's absolute, it's paramount. It is. It's paramount. I mean, if you don't have communication, what do you have? Exactly. Literally. Yeah. You could have best products, best yep. services. Mm-hmm. Uh, but without the communication, I would tell you, even if things are going well in your business, this is always an opportunity. Exactly. Get the communication right. And a lot of the biggest problems you have will take care of themselves. Perfect. Well, this has 
great take-home value. And listen, once again, if you find yourself challenged with dealing with a boss that doesn't communicate well, start to engage them with these four steps that Jeff recommended. Let me give them to you real quick one more time. One, be honest about the communication barrier. Two, ask great questions. Three, understand your boss's communication style. And four, request a recurring meeting. Having a boss that communicates poorly can be challenging, absolutely. But taking these steps from today's show will address the problem. And let me tell you, watch, just sit and watch how things will slowly but surely improve. So if you have additional questions about this subject or any subject for that matter, be sure to email us at jeff at jeffhancher.com. We love the opportunity to support you in any way that we can. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in and always remember that you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. 